A world view from London with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. We must finish the Luke Littler story, which didn't have the fairy tale ending that anybody other than the eventual winner's circle would have wanted. 4 2 up, and he loses 7 4. So close, but no cigar. Yeah, exactly. He, uh, yeah, five frames in a row for Luke Humphreys. So cool hand Luke, as they called him, has beaten. Luke the Nuke, as they're calling Littler. Uh, yeah, we don't quite get the, the end of the dream, do we? But 16 years of age to get to the final of the World Darts Championships in the, his first tournament, his first proper tournament. Uh, I mean, wow, what a future. Um, I imagine right now he's signing deals to advertise. Let me see. It'll be pizza, uh, omelettes. Can you advertise omelettes? Uh, obviously, kebabs. Cans of Tango, that was the other thing that kept him going. He said, I mean, he's a bit of a junk food factory, but uh, he's also, as you pointed out yesterday, a supporter of Manchester United, so it can't all be bad. (laughs) Or not everything in his life is rosy. (laughs) (laughs) It's another way of of putting it down. With £200,000, you can get all the accoutrement you want for the Xbox that you spend a lot of time playing on when you're not, Mm. in his phrase, chucking darts at a board. On to more serious things then, Adam. Um, yeah, the death toll from the bombs in Iran is growing. It's really, really, really serious. Yeah, 95, they believe. 95 people lost their lives in these two bomb explosions that happened uh, in seemingly specifically targeting a memorial service. So we're in uh, the city of Kerman in Iran. The explosions close to this service for an Iranian army commander, Qasim Soleimani, He was killed in an American drone strike three years ago, pushing four years ago. So uh, putting two and two together, is that some sort of follow-up? Is that some sort of reprisal? The finger-pointing has certainly gone on, and Iran is blaming Israel and the United States. At the same time that the United States and 11 other countries are blaming Iranian-backed Houthi rebels for the mayhem in the Red Sea and basically warning them back off Uh, If you continue to attack commercial shipping in the Red Sea and disrupting world trade in that way, then there will be severe consequences. Iran is clearly a a big player in this, as are plenty of other countries, the US and Israel in particular. But you wonder how this balances in in, in the whole regional affairs and indeed global affairs state of play. What is Iran up to? What are they trying to do and what are they trying to force? Difficult to spot. And we're, what, seven weeks away from the second anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Mm. And for a long time, I mean, you know, Ukraine didn't achieve what it hoped to with its summer offensive. And um, the world's attention has moved elsewhere. So occasionally when a significant number of people die, we get a report on the BBC or via Reuters and so on. But we're getting reports at the moment because uh, missile attacks each way are increasing in frequency and in severity. That seems to be the case. Yes, the aerial bombardment by both in both directions absolutely seems to have intensified. And we're talking missiles, rockets and drones. And drones absolutely seem to be the way that both are going. They're relatively cheap and you kind of don't miss them uh, when they're gone. Uh, And there are lots of them about. Uh, So a lot of warlike pledges as well as missiles that are being downed. There was an attack on Belgorod uh, last weekend in particular that was very bad. Um, 
25 people were killed there on Saturday, but that's Ukrainian missiles. So Vladimir Putin has vowed to intensify attacks. Vladimir Zelensky has vowed to use more Ukrainian-made weaponry. And the UK Prime Minister has vowed military and economic support for Ukraine in the way that some world leaders seem to have gone a little bit quiet, France and Germany in particular. The fact is, it's a freezing midwinter in Ukraine. There are plenty of soldiers engaged in trench warfare. They have a little pop and then they hide again. The aerial bombardments in the conflict, um, it just feels like after 23 months, no one is winning. That's certainly how it feels from this distance. And uh, I remember doing a program oh, some years ago where I was told by a listener that something, I can't remember what that something was, had been stolen. And it, it struck home to me that in South Africa, just about anything is stolen because almost <laughs> yes. everything has at least some value, even if that value is only 50 cents. So the range of things that get stolen in South Africa is extraordinarily wide. But um, yeah. concrete, has concrete been stolen in South Africa? I'm sure it has. It has been stolen yeah. in where? Would, in, in Florida. In Florida, you wouldn't think there would be any intrinsic value in concrete. We're not talking innate, crazy, you know, sort of ornate, crazy paving or, or something fancy, something with marble. Uh, just concrete, a concrete driveway has been stolen from a woman's home just outside of Orlando in Florida. Amanda Broku, she got an alert on her Ring doorbell app while she was at work, and there she saw a bulldozer at her front of her house ripping up the concrete. It wasn't apparently a mistake. It's not like they'd gone to the wrong house. At least they don't think that's the case. Although some contractors had previously contacted her about replacing her driveway, and she said, nah, go away, not me. So something happened. And they uh, and they haven't been paid for it. It's not like they've been paid for it. So it's thought that Amanda may be the victim of some kind of scam, but no one can quite work out what the scam is. A local business owner, by the way, has decided to step in and cover the cost of relaying her driveway. And she did raise some money through GoFundMe, but that will now go to charity. But if your driveway is not safe with some boring, relatively cheap concrete, how about your lawn, your fence, your wall, the shrubs, the tree? I mean, they used to say if it's not nailed down, they might nick it. I'm not sure nailing down is enough these days. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you if you cut up into relatively neat squares the the garden, then in South Africa you can stand at the side of the road and sell those squares of lawn. It, it happens, and I hope mm. that those squares of lawn have been cultivated legally and then are brought to the side of the road. But so what? We, we imagine that somebody um, somebody with a concrete laying business uh, took the concrete away and in a week or so will drive by and say, oh, I see you don't have a concreted driveway. We do a very good job. Is, is that the sort of general theory? It does feel like that would be so easy to put two and two together on who therefore perpetrated the crime in the first place. But I guess that could be it. And I mean, I myself have fallen for the old, you've got a roof tile missing. I will never fall for that again. But I did fall for it once. And we ended up actually uh, out of pocket by quite a considerable amount because we were being totally stupid, my wife and I. But yeah, the, the drive-by offer of help, I think the answer to that is never, ever accept it, no matter what. Don't accept somebody who appears at your front door saying, I happen to have a fence post because I see that yours has gone a bit funny. Or I happen to have this because I see that yours has faded. Yeah, 
I fell for that once. And uh, I wonder if Amanda Brocher is the victim of that. It feels odd if she is. Yeah. Adam, thank you very much indeed. Hope you have a decent day today. And Adam will be back with another Worldview tomorrow morning.